20 day fiance. Hello. Have you ever been to a wedding and sometimes the DJ is just playing a terrible song and you kind of look around the dance floor and everyone's like, why the fuck are they playing this song? It's fucking up the whole vibe. The fuck is this? But they're also the kind of DJ when you walk up to them, if you say something, they start saying stuff like, okay, man, you're drunk, okay? Why don't I have a playlist I got from the bride and groom, okay? That's what I'm doing, okay? You're drunk, buddy. You're drunk, pal. And they want to be disrespectful like that? Well, I have an app for you. It's called uh, Next One DJ. It's an app where if all the guests register for it and give up just a little bit of their data, you can join a sort of online voting system that will alert the DJ that the vibe is leaving. It's going down. It's diminishing. And if enough people are, you know, willing to voice their concern about the direction of a DJ set, a light will come up in front of the DJ, sort of like an alert, letting them know that, hey, essentially, watch out. Vibe is dying. The vibe is dying. And possibly inspire a track skip. I don't want to say that this is like Nobel Peace Prize worthy, uh, a bit of technology. Uh, but either way, I just do want to say thank you for having me here. My name is Sophia Alexandra. That is an amazing idea that I am fully on board with. Mm -hmm. And I think you should have called it this jam isn't a vibe. This jam is not a vibe. That's what I'm saying. It was right fucking there. I feel like you're right, and I don't want to acknowledge it because I have a lot of regrets already in my life. Um, <laughs> and if I add that one to it, it may become too much for me. Well, um, I guess my work here is done. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I am the CEO and president of a new app called... Mm -hmm. Wait. I forgot it while I was talking to you. <laughs> no, I remembered it. I remembered it. It is called UnZoom. And what is UnZoom? It is an idea where if everyone in a meeting mm -hmm. decides to leave the meeting, then the meeting just ends. Holy shit. So... Wait, so basically it's just like piecing this out of a movie. This not and... a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone leaves the meeting and think it's perfect. Mm -hmm. mm. But On Zoom. Mm. Our slogan is, do we really need to do this? <laughs> <laughs> really? But seriously, though. Um, I inhaled a huge stem, so sorry. I was coughing. I was like, Miles loved my dear so much, he's crying. I didn't know you were joking. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> it's just hitting me straight down my throat. Anyway, so what was your name? I'm Miles Gray, and also oh. Brian is roasting us in the chat by saying, only uphill from here, guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, luckily, my uh, sense of self has been so blunted by drugs and alcohol that I read it, and I was just like... I knew what that meant. I was like, oh, no. It's uphill battle from here. It's time to set. Now we're hitting it in second gear. Anyway, welcome to this podcast. It's called 420 Day Fiance. And it is a podcast where we discuss our favorite reality show, 90 Day Fiance, and its various iterations. Mm -hmm. Today is a golden cherished day that we look forward to. Yes. Every couple of months, which is... Mm. Fresh. Starting Fresh. a new season of trash. <sighs> Just ripped open the bag and it's stinky as shit. 
It's stinky. Uh, it's like when you take out the trash and you didn't realize there's a little hole and that there was nasty trash water. And now yes. the trash juice is like on your foot and yes. you didn't even know. Yes. Mm. 100%. Um, first of all, I just before that, I do want to say shout out to the Patreon uh, and everyone who supports the show on Patreon.com slash 420dayfiance, where, you know, uh, at certain tiers, you get a shout out. And with that, I want to say T-Dollar Bills, Nicole, uh, Bonnie, Patrick, Carolina, Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, uh, Anne, and Jelen in Sweden. You've got your uh, shout outs coming, so tune in Wednesday on the Twitch stream for that. Or maybe you'll just listen to the Stace and Darce episode for that. But all that to say, come through. We got great, uh, you know, great perks. Get some uh, discounts on merch. Get to do a super spreader event, which for those watching the stream is tomorrow. See you there, chicken people. Um, but yeah, consider supporting the show. Patreon.com slash 420 Day Fiance. Back to this stinking bag of trash that we just opened up. We have new people, and we kind of have old people that we have seen, that we do know, that are familiar to us in the 90-day universe. Um, and that's where I'm a little bit, like, kind of like, okay, what is this? But fine. Let's let's watch another thoughty old white woman. I'm sorry, are we talking about Kimbali? <laughs> yeah, Kimbali and Soulja Boy. Kimbali. I'm just saying, what? we'll get to them. I just have questions. I have a lot of questions. She's like bizarro baby girl Lisa. She's California baby girl Lisa. Right? That's what she is. They're still like the open same. to several wives. Like. Right. But they're still the same. Like they would have. They're the same person. Just they're just more unique to like the state they're in. They're just a regional version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like. Exactly. Uh, before we got CVS on the West Coast, and it was like, you'd go to the East Coast, you're like, what's CVS? We got Rite Aid. <laughs> That's what it was like looking at Kimbali's face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Because <laughs> I was just expecting her to be blonde like all the others. I was like, what's happening? Right, right, right. Ugh. Well, I mean, look, as her friends say, we'll get to all that. There's a lot of interesting stuff with her. Um, but let's talk about the people that we saw in order. So that means we're starting off with Caleb, who's 28, and he's from Chandler, Arizona, okay? And he's in the desert fucking running because he's active, okay? He's a traveler. He's a V spiritual. He loves to meditate, and he looks like a creep. Yeah, okay. I was having this problem, and tell me if this is just a me problem, which is very possible, or if other people felt this way, mm. namely you. Mm. Um, that dude looks so different with his hat on compared to when you just see him with his ponytail that I legitimately was like, oh, so he's got a brother the first time he was on screen. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Is it a me thing? It's that hairline. It was too crazy to imagine under that hat. And it right. doesn't vibe. That, and the hat just sort of created a new geometry to the hairline, which I think threw his face shape up for you. I, I, I see that because I clocked that too. But at the same time, I, I don't know. Yeah, with him, I was just so trying to figure out what the fuck was going on from the beginning. That I just, the biggest red flag was right off the top. If a person refers to themselves as very spiritual, they are a bad person. Mm-hmm. They are just, yeah, that's, I think, criminal. Um, like, I'm just really spiritual. Mm. 
Yeah. Why don't you let other people say that about you? Well, it means I've never gone to therapy and I won't go. I'm a really kind person. I'm really spiritual. I hold these rocks and I've actually got over trauma from my childhood that I'm not Every bringing into night relationships. Before going to sleep, I lick a salt lamp. Okay. Namaste, motherfuckers. Oh, or do I have like sort of whatever, neglectish? I don't know. Whatever. I'm going to run with this sage, okay, and do that. And now I'm all to the good. So, yes, he's here. He's very spiritual. He hasn't been in a long term relationship before. And he's saying, oh, I just don't know what to do. I don't know what it is uh, until I met Alina. But he met her online when they were teenagers. He was like 15. And by this math, she was 14 because it's been like 13 years, he said. And that's their backstory. Teen online. I mean, did you ever have like a person that's that you talked to online? every episode of Catfish starts. I know. That's for sure. But have you? did you ever have a friend like that online? I mean, we only had net zero for like a really long time. So okay. it wasn't like I was just like going to be sitting around AOL chatting because I didn't have AOL. So, right. Well, let me tell you, I had this uh, girl who I was in love with on AOL and we would send each other pictures, not like, like, you know, naked or nothing like that. Just like, like how kid, like when you're in seventh grade, you're like, and this is me like on a field trip. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like that's the Statue of Liberty. Um, I think my dream shit. was to have that. Uh okay. I was like, I'd love to get seduced by a man who's pretending to be my age on the internet, but who's actually a terrifying creep. <laughs> it's shit. every girl's dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. So Alina, we meet her. Right, that's his. That's his boo, and we'll finally meet. And so far, an Alina that from Russia. Who but are you just gonna breeze by him, like saying he was into tarot and magic, and that in addition to being a very spiritual person, when he meditates too hard, he feels like he's an alien in the body of Caleb. I, wow, you that's know he's what, got Mike he on that? speed dial. He said that. Yeah. Oh my God! So that's. Meditate so hard, motherfuckers want to find me. Um, but they can't because I'm, I'm in outer space. Because I'm in outer space, and I'm just this weird dude in the desert sweating with running in jean shorts. Uh, the truth is out there. I'm going to find it. I'm going to jog it down. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is out there. I'm going to find it. Uh, and you will. Uh, but yes, Alina. He's like, they sort of leave it going like, you know, Alina's great. And, you know, she's not like other people. Maybe look like see her differently than I do or whatever. Uh, and then we find out that she has strafic dysplasia, which is a form of dwarfism. And mm -hmm. she's a model. She's in a fucking band called, was it BFF band or something like that? Yes, dude. And what was My their hit? My pussy got Wi-Fi. What the is the fucking banger? <laughs> My Ow. pussy got Wi-Fi. Um, yeah, that band is something else. I will say I really like the, I like the, I like the fun they're having up there. I think they're just there's doing their nothing thing. more punk than three people having a totally separate music experience on stage together. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most punk rock shit of all time. Right, right, right. That's yeah. more punk than Yoko Ono reading the fucking newspaper or sewing while the Beatles record some of the yeah. greatest songs in the world. <laughs> I mean, 
when your pussy got Wi-Fi and like screaming it, I wish I wanted to see the crowd. What if they knew what they were in for with BFF? If they were also screaming it out, you have like some dude in the front be like in tears, like my pussy got Wi-Fi. <laughs> you know, because that's how I, I was so when when they said it, I was so impressed. I was like, yo, she's fucking funny. She's like, this whole situation is like so much more interesting than what the fuck we just saw with pseudo spirit guide. Uh whatever. And dude, she's fucking incredible. Yeah. This jog this dude just jogs in the heat. That's like his big accomplishment. Again, his biggest accomplishment is avoiding actually knowing himself. Um, and hats. And hats. <laughs> and just the desert, dude. Again, just running the desert. Uh, hey, speaking of hats, mm. um, shout out to the hats that are back behind you now. Oh, shout out to the hats, yeah, that are there. I mean, is when he we, gone blurred? When we, Where's uh, my man, Tall Box Man? He's, I told you, he's gone. What's that, though? He's taking too much attention. Is he really here, though? Is he in the closet, though? No, he's nowhere to. I burned him for <gasps> fire. Would help. How dare you? That's his biggest fear. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was screaming. He said no, and I said she pays entirely too much attention to you. Uh, anyway, and we'll cut this for the podcast because that is a joke for right. hundred and four people. Um. So, yeah. The other. Th- so she lives with her friend Elijah. Is that was he also in the band too? That's mm-hmm. Elijah in the band as well, right? Yes, bitch. Um, yeah. Can and you I imagine lo- starting a band without him? Yeah. I mean, did he, would he start burn the band? their apartment down. Did he start the band? Is he Lou Pearlman? I mean, not, not the problematic way. I mean, is he the assembler creator of this band? Did he put this thing together? Did he have a vision? Whose vision was my pussy got Wi-Fi? He gives huge, let's start a band energy. Mm-hmm. But it feels like the lyrics for my, my pussy got Wi-Fi are all her. Because I felt that in my interesting when she said that. Low key, I I'm that's I really want to know more about the band. I want to believe it's her. I, I also can see it being very collaborative because you saw how sort of he's very he's very good with his English, and you could tell he talks. You know, he has his sass to him. He's got his vernacular down. So I I wonder if like they're like you know bilingually coming up with songs. Anyway, what I want to see is a behind the music of BFF, um, and you know. Let's like let us know how Peter Jackson better make a movie about that shit. Oh my god, restored in beautiful 4K for the first time in centuries. And it better be 70 hours. I could watch that. Of just my pussy's got Wi-Fi. That's Fully. All. I like how when they when uh the next like that morning he wakes up, he's like, Good morning, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm like, I think I'm like Elijah's he's he's the one who talks spicy. That's why I'm very intrigued by BFF. And clearly they are BFF. Um, yeah, but that's also why he's in the band. Can you imagine saying no to him? Yeah. <laughs> he, mm. he doesn't He doesn't take uh, the words no very well. Better stay Elijah's friend is the point. Yeah. Oh, people asking, how do you say my pussy got Wi-Fi in Russian? Well, I think we just say Wi-Fi because we stole it from you guys. Oh, okay. But uh, I wonder if she's saying Fiska when she says it. So how would you say that? My uh, pisca imit Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, my pisca imit Wi-Fi. You feel me? Um, <laughs> yeah, you know what? The branding well, is a little bit... My Wi-Fi, if you're just saying it in a less weird way. Okay. I, I just like how... I wonder if they did that and they're like, what about in English? 
My pussy got wild. Okay, hold on now. Hold that. Hold the phone, Elijah. Um, but yeah, they all live together. She has what seems like a great family around her support system. He's great. She seems to be have a very like you know healthy sense of self and identity. And she she said she's very much accepted that she doesn't look like everyone else, but that doesn't diminish her confidence or her you know desire to like enjoy life. As clearly, she's doing better than most people. She's got a fucking band with a hit single called My Pussy Got Wi-Fi. We got nothing. Um, So let's see. Uh, Along with that, uh, she meets up with her parents, who, again, shout out the parents. That fucking... Do you see that spread? That little light spreadature? Um, uh, I wrote down in all caps, spread bonus. Uh, Spread bonus to Alina's parents. What was the salad? That's 100K, and I love how she laid everything out. And like brought it out totally the way that my family does. Just right. very sweet. Um, so what was so I saw some she said there was some turkey, some pork, some cheese. What was the salad? And she's like, oh, my favorite salad. I was like, some, that's some uh, chopped up uh, salad. Calmare was with the was like uh I think they translated it as calamari, but it's really shrimps. Little shrimps. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. it if I am, am not mistaken. Okay. Well, that bonus uh, was well deserved because I was again just like, oh fuck, I miss this. It, we, it's been a while since we've been in like an Eastern European home with parents welcoming someone. Scene um, because that's usually when we see the fucking spreaderation. Um, no hateration in this Mm-mm. spreadery. Um, and so yeah. Her parents are, you know, very kind. She says, like, they treat me exactly like a child still. Basically, I'm still their baby. Um, And And they're like, they also treat my regular size sister the same way because we are both babies. Mm -hmm. So she just is careful to say that they don't treat her with kid gloves because of dwarfism. Right, right, right. In general. They baby the shit out of their daughters. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) Um. The whole thing with uh, her parents, though, is like they don't know that she's going to Turkey, right? So she's there to kind of let them know, like, hey, you remember Caleb, right? They're like, yes. So, like, the thing about that. My favorite thing is the dad's first question after she says, so I have something to tell you guys. I'm not only going on vacation to Turkey. He goes, in Russian, he goes, (laughs) which means what happened? (laughs) You know, right? He immediately just, like, Worst yeah. case scenario. I'm like, God, he's my mom. Yeah. This was perfect. 100%. And uh, he's, again, they're so worried about their daughter, right? Her mom's like, Turkey? Istanbul? It's bad for wheelchairs in Istanbul. You might get killed at the airport because of the luggage carts. They're not going to see. Her mom was so fucking worried. I was just like, oh my. And it's for a second, I was like, is it hostile towards wheelchairs in Istanbul? Could she die at the airport? Due to the chaos of the luggage cards, but <laughs> I think I just forgot that she was just a very you know, concerned mother who didn't want to see. But I mean, a shit ton of places aren't really accessible. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like New York is a sh- like a shitty place if you're in a wheelchair. Absolutely, I'm more just like the acceleration of like it's bad for wheelchairs. Also, you could get killed at the airport by luggage carts. Like as if <laughs> I want to tell you to not go, but I'm going to say these other things that might be reasons enough for you to second you know sort of reconsider um but then we find out so yeah their parents are her parents are also like you know we just don't want to we don't want to repeat of the pain of south africa we don't want another south africa alina and we're like what the fuck is 
go on happened? what went down in South Africa. So she met some dude who was in, from South Africa Did who Mel- was in Nelson Russia. Did Nelson Mandela die because of you? <laughs> what the fuck happened in South Africa, Alina? <laughs> Nelson Mandela once said, what is a sinner? <laughs> what well, is a perfect man, but a sinner. Anyway, all that uh, nonsense aside, she was in Russia. This dude, they met through some dating app. He was in town for a minute. They hit it off. Apparently, she was really feeling him. So then she was like, just fell for this guy and said, hey, I want to meet you in South Africa. I want to come visit you. Please let me visit you. I want to see you. And they're like, okay, yeah, come through, blah, 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 blah. So she comes through to South Africa to meet up with and him. he does not. Um, And he fucking just ghosts her ass, giving her the same thing as like, um, who was the dude? David, right? Who used to have that nasty trench coat that smelled like old cum, we were talking yep, about, yep. with the wig. Um, yep. Or not wig, whatever was verified. Uh, that same sort of thing of like getting there and you're getting all these excuses or same like Caesar and Maria. You know what I mean? All these excuses. And really, they just, they're ghosting your fucking ass. So she got ghosted and was heartbroken. Um, yeah. And I can't believe that you would ghost her because she's legitimately the coolest fucking bitch I've ever seen on this show. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you know what? I My get it. He's got Wi-Fi puts he into legendary status. But here's the thing. You might have to live through South Africa to arrive at my pussy got Wi-Fi. Oh. You gotta go I mean? through the heartache of South Africa yeah. to really be able to write from your pussy. And build your pussy back better. And this time with Wi-Fi. Like tri-band mesh network Wi-Fi. Sing it. Transvaginal mesh Wi-Fi. There's going to be an ad about that and how you should file <laughs> be part of this class action lawsuit against trans vaginal mesh Wi-Fi. Vaginal mesh Wi-Fi. I mean, mesh networks are really, really, really good right now. Uh, but yeah, I think the whole thing, again, I really believe that that takes her to a place where she has to also like, she'll be like, you know what, bro? My shit like Wi-Fi because it has people coming all over like, you know what I mean? <laughs> that should be the video is there like a visual vi- for this too like you could already see like the the information like shooting out from between her legs right and like informing people bringing wisdom knowledge heartache so one of our k1s already actually made some art are you for real i can share yeah i am for real um casey sent it oh my god y'all are the fucking best hold on yo <laughs> i love it oh my you know what yo you need to draw that literally that's the next drawing assignment for merch draw the draw the shout pussy out. that got the wi-fi and shout out to, shout the out K- to our that. k1s yeah oh my god um see look at everybody already ideating in the chat <laughs> <laughs> see art assignment everyone send in your pussy got wi-fi sketches merch contest um so she's been through that she's better now she's has a better sense of self. She's ready to love again. And this time with the guy who she's again, still has some misgivings about, cause she hasn't met him in real life. So she's like, I don't know. It's still different. I know he says that, uh, you know, he knows about my dwarfism and that's not an issue or something he's considering, but it's always different to actually, you know, live with someone experience like what life is with someone. So we cut back to him and our man's is intention setting. Okay. He's saying, he needs to do some drawings to do some intention setting. 
in order to get his subconscious ready for a very fruitful trip to Turkey. Okay. Um, again, I will say this person has never gone to therapy and is avoiding Just it at all costs. pack extra underwear. Jesus, you don't need to do all that other stuff. I mean, you know what? And just generally, I don't, I don't know. I'm not anti the uh, idea of intention setting. I think that is something very powerful in that sense. No, amazing. But he has a very, I love his, but everything for him feels so histrionic, performative, over the top for the sake of like being like, I'm like, this is how fucking deep I'm like, you might just find a way to sort of calm yourself and sort of create a positive intention for an uh, endeavor or a, a journey you're about to embark on. I draw fucking squiggly lines okay and that's how i get my shit together um but yeah i don't know um my favorite part of that uh, was that uh he described his intentions as healthy natural cosmic (laughs) just in a i'm not trying to force anything i just want this to happen in a healthy, natural, and cosmic way. <laughs> what did you just say, dude? Oh, God. Well, that's him, you know? And he's got the squiggles. Healthy, natural, cosmic. cosmic. Purely Elizabeth Granola. Purely Caleb. Horseshit. Eat it. <laughs> it's sick. Uh, you know, she... The other thing is, she asked um, she asked him to hit her, hit her up because she has something to tell him. And he's like, okay, so what's going on? Um... She's like, look, I got to tell you something. My mom is really not into the idea of me going out there. She's very worried. So she's asking me to bring Elijah, my best friend, just to, you know, I have somebody in my corner making sure like, you know, because I don't know. Yeah, you could be a fucking murderer is what her worry is. But then everyone will feel better. And also you can learn a little bit more about like he knows how he to help me in my wheelchair. You can do all that kind of stuff, too. And he's like, OK, OK. Um, But he does not really like this idea. He's like, I. I just don't know. Like, why is it like, like, it can't just be you. Like I get like this, like third, like wheel, but like, okay, like that's cool. You know, like whatever. <laughs> um, and you know, I think it, he's like sort of saying like, I don't know. He, he's like, it's not going to be a problem. It's going to be all good. All good. You know, actually I wrote, I, I did some shitty drawings in a notebook and, and threw it in a fire. So I think that'll give me the patience I need to <laughs> deal with a new situation. What? <laughs> also like, my association with throwing things in the fire is like when you want to like forget about an ex, you like throw shit in the fire. Right. But to me, it's also just hilarious. He's like, I'm going to have the best time with her. Burn this. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. This squiggly line is our love blossoming. And these exes are my fears. There you go to the ether. Um, I guess it works, but. We shall see what happens. I know in the preview of the season, um, we see him, and he doesn't seem maybe as chill as he was broadcasting himself. Oh, that's so crazy. Wow. So you know who else was famously chill? Hmm. Andrew. (laughs) Similar hair, too. Yeah, that's true. Famously chill guy. Famously chill at first, but then really he's just a slow gas leak, and that's all it is. (laughs) And you you will die at the end, but your final days will be very confusing because he's a slow gas leak, and that's the kind of relationship. You, those are the wildest relationships. They're like over time, you're like, wait, am I in boiling water? You're like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The heat was just being cranked up very gradually. I've done this before. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, sometimes you don't realize shit's all fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. until after. And then you're so embarrassed when you say some of the things out loud that happened. You're like, oh. Right. Oof. They said that, and I just yeah. kept fucking them, didn't I? Exactly. Okay. 100%. <laughs> That's on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Uh, you have anything else to add about them? No, I think we're done. All right. I think we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back after this. 20-day fiancé. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiancé. Apply directly to the head. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiancé. Apply directly to the head. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiancé. Fucking apply it to your forehead. Get it tatted like memento. And come to the streams on Mondays and Wednesdays to fucking experience this shit. Because it's a whole other it's a whole other journey. Anyway, we're back um, to talk. About, you know what? We didn't even say what the fucking episode info was. This is season oh, five. Shit. Episode one, Leap of Faith. Okay, done. Cleaned up. Good. We were on one. There it is. Yep, there it is. Filed it away. Um, let's move on to now our next couple, uh, who right now we're only meeting one side of the couple, but this is a woman named Memphis who's 34 from Muskegon, Michigan, and she, her partner... I thought is, Kim was next. It is? Kim and Usman, a.k.a. Soldier Boy. I hope you got that drop ready. I thought I had him... Wait. Oh, I, I wrote I wrote Memphis before that. Okay, you want to say Kim? You want to do Kim? Sure, but do you got that drop ready for um, Soldier Boy? Who's Soldier Boy? You mean... Um... Not that soldier, not soldier boy, soldier boy, soldier boy. Uh, okay, Kim, fifty from San Diego. She is a veteran. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. You know what? I don't know, Kim. I'm trying to figure you out. I mean, I know who you are because you're you're one of these uh, white women from the '80s who was obsessed with Michael Jackson, <laughs> and you have not. You've you have stayed there. That is who you've become. That is your entire personality. Um, yeah, you're there a was mom, just something, but very eerily prophetic about hearing her talk about his hat and being like, "It's like I own a piece of him now." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "Oh no, that's how she thinks of her future boyfriend." Um, she's. I'm. I'm ready to see where this mistake festival goes uh she hit a moonwalk i don't know if you saw that and i saw that she has a tattoo that says my mikey Ah! Ah! oh no no (sighs) this thing is all bad called his penis but she has no business calling michael that um this is wild it's i don't even know what this is all kinds of confusion abound uh the first of all i want to say her pretending to a moonwalk is a hate crime and merrick garland needs to investigate that the doj needs to look into that whatever the fuck that was that was that was violence and it was part of january 6th i know it was she was there i don't know if you look closely 
uh, right behind Zip Tie Guy and his mom. You see her hitting a moonwalk between the aisles. So. Yeah. And then she grabs her crotch right behind the shaman guy. Yeah. Yeah. On yeah. her toes. Um, so whew, she's 50. She loves Michael. She will die for two people on earth. My mom, and I thought she was gonna say Michael Jackson. Uh, yep. but it was it's her son Jamal. Um, who this poor dude. I'm like, man, you gotta find you gotta look at your mom be on TV with this desert fucking thirst. Ah, Jamal. But he had a choice. He didn't have to show his face on this program. He loves his mom. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> Sorry. I love my mom, too. But that would have been like a thing. You're like, I'll do anything for you, but do this. And do not even say my name on TV. I'd be like, you can say my daughter, but that's as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just so funny, though, because I went... I was like, okay, so I see her son is biracial, and so you you always see, uh, like I love the white mom who like is just has this weird Michael Jackson obsession with her biracial son and the energy <laughs> that they have together. You see like her relationship with her of uh, the former husband and shit like that. And I'll say this, Jamal, even though uh you know your mom may be taking a very public L on television. I feel like many people have been responded positively uh, to you, my good man. Seem to you seem to have fans because I remember uh, in the background, her Majesty walked by and was like, "Oh, who's this?" Yeah, and I was like, "You don't watch this show? What do you care about now? Oh, nah, okay, because you got it was upsetting because he was fine and he was like a tiny little square, <laughs> and I knew I'm like, we're we're all sick. We're all like, ooh, he's fine. He's literally one half an inch. Yeah, on a screen. On a screen. Uh, I know what I nasty. saw. Nasty. <laughs> Everyone's nasty. Just keep your shit to yourself. Um, but so yeah, she loves her son. She loves her mom, who she's her like primary caretaker because her mom has like bad arthritis, so she's not really mobile anymore. And you know, her whole thing is she's found fucking soja boy. Now, why in the fuck is this guy back on TV? And why in the fuck is this human being with him when you damn sure have a full fucking season to see what the fuck this dude is about what are you doing although i do like to say she's like i don't know i I don't even know what to say i was a fan you know i'm a big fan of his and he responded to me (sighs) what happened was she saw baby girl lisa and she was like i can do this better Mm mm-hmm and then she DM'd him. Right. She's like, look, you don't even have to call me your girlfriend. I'll let you come, not just on my face, in my eyes. I will keep them open. <laughs> Literally, whatever you want. I am a fan. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's... Because uh, it's a- that's how she sounded. She's like, no, I respect the culture. You can have Yo. two wives. You can get another woman can, pregnant. That's fine. Polygamy's fine. I res- I fuck with the culture I and I respect the religion. Culture. And I am I would have if you said it one time, I would have believed you, but you said it two times and then you said, No, I'm serious. In a way that makes me feel like thou protest too much. Yeah. Uh so he fucking okay, so his soldier boys there. We get it. He's still trying to get to the US because he feels like he's gonna have a fucking career here. 
And that's his dream. So, of course, he's going to do whatever he has to. If he has to hitch his wagon to a wrinkly white star, then he will. Okay? And that's how he's going to get his dream realized. And um, she's somewhat willing to do it. And, God, I like how when the producer was like, she's like, we're dating. And the producer's like, are you dating? And she was like, um, like, uh. The answer was so sad. I don't know what? if he considers us dating. Oh, no. See, you have, you're you a fan. You're doing this shit that you were doing well, with no, Michael honey, all why? over again. Pastor Cal says. I know. I, that drop will come back. We are still in the process of all the data recovery. Um, But, yeah, talk to me, honey. Why? Why are you doing this? Really? He considers me a potential girlfriend. Oh, oh my that's the only thing sadder God. than I don't Desert know considers thirst. us to be dating. Desert thirst. Desert thirst. 100%. Um, but like, here's the deal. She's about to go to Tanzania because he's invited her. She's like, and he's invited me to Tanzania to go to a video shoot, girl. Ah! What is my life? He right gave now? me a number and I have a golden ticket to audition with the other contestants. What is my life? When I land in Tanzania. Oh. So they are going to be, you know, going out there and she's feeling really great about it. Um, and uh so her mom is also kind of worried, you know. She's also stressed about being away from her mom because she's also she's like been caring for her this whole time. And her mom, again, she's like, yo, I just worry about you because you literally you just compromise yourself, your sense of self and who you are when you're with somebody. You'll fucking do anything for anyone. Uh, and that can be a little scary, especially if someone doesn't have a good heart or good intentions with you. And she's like, love is love, mom. Don't be that worried. That mom's too real. Don't ask her opinion on television. Yeah. <laughs> she about to show your whole ass to the nation. You give up everything you got for just the love of a man, honey. I'm really worried about you. Okay, mom, shut the fuck up. Love is love, right? That's what you mean to say. And you don't you're and you don't care that he's a scammer musician, right? Okay. Good. Um, but whatever. So, uh, what do you think about her friends, Alyssa and Vanessa? I mean, Another one of those things where it's like the mom said to her, you're old enough to be his mother. And she was like mad. Mm -hmm. She also seems to be old enough to be one of their her friends' moms, too. Right. That way. What? Uh, One of her. She seems to be old enough to be the mom of one of her friends. Yeah. Alyssa did look very young. Vanessa right? seemed like, yeah, nothing wrong. Nothing wrong with that. But it seems like at a certain point. The reason that you see these uh, older women have younger friends is because friends their age have told them too many times, like, you're tripping and you're, like, fucking up your whole life. And they're like, maybe I'll talk to these younger people who make more mistakes because they're younger and will be more forgiving of me being a mess. And they weren't. No, they weren't. And she was so mad, she walked away. Their friends. There was nowhere to go. She was on a cliff. In, in that sense, that's I'm like, those seem like friends. You know, uh, Vanessa, I like how she's like, you know, girl, the bigger the hoops, the bigger the hoe. Ow. I was like, what were y'all up to? I really I want to know where were you in 92? I want to know. And where were you in 98? Every time I told my hoops joke on stage, mm-hmm. a drunk white woman afterwards would go, 
you know, that's a beggar the house, a beggar the hoe. Actually, they shouted it during my joke, if I'm being honest. <laughs> You're like, thank you so much. Yes, good. Thank you. Leave. Um, thank you for reminding everyone from the audience. Um, thank you for helping. Yeah. This was literally my first joke. This is literally your stand-up set, actually. I forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, they. So again, the friends are just like, doing the basic shit right that pisses somebody off who knows they're kind of maybe in the like mid l when you're like so what's the plan like that's the worst thing you can ask somebody like are you fucking asking me that you don't fucking trust me god damn it whoa jesus i just said that and also are y'all gonna fuck even like (laughs) really what's the plan well we'll see how it goes first we got separate rooms it's his idea uh, because he is scamming me and he's not ready to fully <laughs> pretend like he likes me yet. It's going to take some time for him to ease into it. Um, the brazenness of making sure you get your own room on your potential quote unquote new girlfriend's right. dollar so you can still smash other chicks next door. Right. That is. It, hey. That's. That's it, honestly. Boy modeling school status. That's also a transparency bonus because I don't know how much more obvious it can be. Kim, Kimberly, what are you doing? This isn't good. Um, so yeah, they don't know if you know. We'll see if they fuck. They're going to this music video where it's called Zaha Zara or Zaha or something like that. It's about another woman, and she's like, "Oh, it's about someone else." And then they're just sort of like, "Well, what? How about like?" You know, I know you say you're down with, you know, him, him having multiple wives and whatever because you don't want to be have to bear children and he can do that with his other wives and you're cool with that. But like, what if you're not actually cool with it when you get there? Like, personally, it just doesn't work for you. Like, what would you do then? What the fuck are you guys doing? Like, this is what I'm fucking doing. I'm like, no fucking supports me. Dude, <laughs> relax. They're asking you a very basic question that you should have asked yourself. And if a question like that feels like sabotage, because by asking it, it really brings something to your attention. Please. Please. She answered that question, dude, with a tantrum. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> now, let me to answer that with a tantrum. Yeah. And also, I love that her younger friends were so polite and that they asked her if she was getting intimate. Right. I was like, are you being polite for television or is this how you talk? Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I'm a very crass person, even more so on this podcast. Right, right. I can't r- imagine saying with a straight face to one of my friends, so are you planning on getting intimate? <laughs> What if I texted you that? I'd be like, I'd call the, I don't know. I don't really want to call the police, but I would know you're in no, trouble. No, you can. I'm white. I'll be fine. Well, more in that case of, I think in this case, like I do need emergency services because someone has taken over, has your phone and they're pretending to be you. And this is fucked yep. up. And I, it, and I get it. It's probably all these other like news networks and uh film studios that understand that the 420 day fiance universe is a complete threat to all of their intellectual property (laughs) and they're gonna be like what man (laughs) um but yeah i yes i do i see that i seize that 
I don't think I've ever said the words getting intimate. No. I mean, I think no. maybe I have like in purely as a, like I'm saying it to be funny. Right. But not like serious. I'm like, hey, we're y'all intimate. Even when we interview old people on Private Parts Unknown, I'd never say it like that. Right. You're like, did you guys bone? What do you like to say to an older person? To be respectful. I mean, normally they just wrote a book about fucking, so I'm not worried about offending. And they'll them. say fucking. They fuck more than anyone. They're like, I fuck. Yeah, okay. So then, what the fuck? Normally, I'll be like this. I'll be like, so you write a lot about your sex life with your wife. What's it like? Yeah, right, right, right. I'm not gonna be a herb and be like, how was the last time you were intimate with your woman? The f- what are you a fucking doctor? Get the fuck away from me, man. Ugh. Talk to my mother like that? Was she intimate, bro? <laughs> you trying to ask my mom if she fucking? Yo, don't ever speak to my mom like that. Ever, bro. It's fucking ugly next time. I'm serious. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Ask him on. Fucking intimate, fam? <laughs> Disgusting. Disgusting, man. I got kids out here. <laughs> Talking about being intimate, man. Fuck is wrong with you, man? people i'm so sorry kids i did not mean for you to hear that i know y'all too young to be hearing this shit (laughs) how am i supposed to get explain getting intimate to my children yeah oh my (laughs) oh my god okay anyway um so yeah good luck to her she's very worried i i mean this is just a mistake in the making but i'm here for it yeah, but also, though, she knows every word to his jam yeah. that she bumps in her car. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. She's a big fan, for real. <laughs> for real, for real. Uh, she, she is. And, I mean, that's what she does. She she fetishizes black men and puts them on some weird pedestal and then has some weird <laughs> awakening or reckoning at some point. It's going to be very... Uh, sociologists, get your pens ready because this is going to be something. Because uh, she was trying to act like straight up Joe Jackson at that fucking video shoot from we see in the tease for the season. I'm like, oh, fuck. This is all kinds of bullshit. Um, all right, should we move on to Memphis? Let's do it. 34, Muskegon, Michigan. She's with a man named Hamza from Tunisia. He's 28, um, and he's a Boing, and he's Tunisian, and I love his lips and his hair and his smile and his. I'm li- really into lips and teeth. That's my thing. Love lips and teeth. Don't care so much about basic communication skills or shared languages. Nope. Not. Don't important. care what's coming out of the teeth and lips. What I like to do is soap up my boobies in the shower with a camera crew right in front and be like, "Yo, <laughs> is it time for sexy time? Let me milk my boobies on the FaceTime." I have to say, like, it sound, it seems in, like, theory so romantic that you could have a relationship with someone without, like, speaking the same language. But when you see it in practice and it's you rubbing your tits and you're saying, sexy time, you want boobies, mm. then it stops being sexy altogether. Oh, <laughs> I mean, look, she's, she's, like, as she said, look. She she had it's a like, wild streak. Her tattoos alone, I was like, "Yep, I know, I know those markings of, of the wild youth." Of uh, <laughs> many, no, many people with similar merit badges uh, that they've <laughs> gained in tattoo form over the years. Uh, because 
do, do they just start out with her like lingerie shopping? Yeah. Isn't it like just her outright? And like she's like coming out with her all her different. And you're like, oh shit, okay, they're getting this is like where Discovery, you know, they they're slowly kind of cranking up things like, hey, are you willing to do kind of more freaky shit on camera? Like I felt like it started with um Homegirl, Magder, and uh Fart Seller. What's her name? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I know the chat about it hit me with it. Who the I'm fuck sorry. is it? Please repeat the description. Fart seller. Because she's Stephanie. Yeah, Stephanie, exactly. Friggin' Stephanie. They oh my god. Erica and Stephanie, exactly. Shout out to Haley in the chat there. Erica and Stephanie. That is like, remember, they had their little, you know, we were like, oh shit, okay, they're kind of they're kind of giving us a little erotic, erotica here. And then on Paradise Island, remember, they were just showing straight up titty. Wasn't there just a full blown breast like uh like nipples? Oh, and yeah, because it was the nudie resort. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, nude resort. Exactly. But... So the but yeah, so anyway, but I talk about Stephanie because the farts, because she sells her farts on OnlyFans and she made like 10K. <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> Yo, fool, she's she was jarring her farts and selling them. <laughs> Oh, yes, she had an OnlyFans. Yes, she's been diversifying. I guess motherfuckers oh are in God. the fart market, the fart kit, and they are buying straight up fizz arts, put in a nice little artisanal jar, bespoke fart salesman, um, and made like something like ten grand off of it. I think that's bullshit. How are you gonna smell a Is fart? Is this because there's such a large fart market? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. There must be, or she's lying. Is it like you know like, NFTs? Is it more expensive than feet pics? It could be like NFTs, right? She's claiming she sold Yo. 10k worth of farts, and now that drives up the like the going rate for her farts, and people might buy one if they're really like these must be good farts. And it's just her buying up her own farts, creating a demand. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't know stuff. This thing's kind of weird. You're selling your farts, and people are paying for that. I mean, God, you got to just go, you know. And that's like a, how much per fart? I, it's something like a, hundred, like a couple hundred bucks. Well, because you can only smell it the one time. You're not smelling a fart, though. There's not a, the fart is not hanging around in the jar. Like, there's no way to, you can fart in a jar and ship it somewhere. And you open it. It's like a cork top. It's like porous. I'm sorry. Like the science doesn't back the idea. Oh, that I the assumed odor like remains. a like a canning jar. So I assumed it was airtight. But even then, right? I don't know. What's the science of fart selling? You know what I mean? Is there like is there a fart absorbing cloth you can use to put it in there? I just think it's literally it's like vaporware. Write to us four twenty dfiance at gmail.com. It's not if you're a fart scientist, we want to hear from you. Exactly. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? So just fart <laughs> in there. Uh oh, Brian, super producer Brian saying they did it on Mythbusters, actually. And, and what happened? And? and come on now. What's the result, Brian? What was the fucking result? Were the farts preserved, Brian? It was convoluted. Convoluted. What do you mean? Like not a strong fart smell or like convoluted results? It, it was probably like there's probably many ways for it. It's probably no straightforward answer as to what you can do. In which Hard case. Hard to collect. Exactly. Exactly. Hard to collect. 
And I know, but it's like not impossible. I like to call me a dreamer. If you're doing it, <laughs> if you're doing it right, if you're selling your farts, you damn sure better be sending me a video you farting in my jar with my name on it. That's all I got. Let's be fucking real, because I can't smell this shit anymore. But I need to be actually guaranteed. I need to understand the provenance, the provenance of this unique art piece. It needs to be verified. That's the only way you can make money. I'm sorry. If I'm selling you my farts, you'll see me fart in the jar because I get it, baby. You want to know what happened. <laughs> I'm not just a buyer. Exactly. I get it. Ba- I'm I a consumer, get it, baby. baby. You nasty. And it's. Because when you open that jar, you're picturing me going. So I'm going to give you something. It might be a look. It might be a very uh, like an ethereal link. And it's not forever like a fart. But you will get to see that shit. And I'll know if you did a screenshot of it. I will sue you. NFT stands for nice fart totes. (laughs) So stupid. Oh my god. Or you know what I do? You create like oh my god, does someone have I would make a invent a convoluted contraption that looks like this is the only way you could capture a fart for like consumer smelling. Wait, how's a blanket so good at trapping it? That's not even specialized equipment. For a second, right? But it's going to no, dissipate. No, not for a second. You have you farted on a blanket that smelled like a fart for years? Max will fart under a blanket. And not fucking say anything. Then I'll open it to go to the bathroom and it'll hit me in the face like a punch. And then I'll be like, did you fucking That's fart? Fr- and then he'll be like, like 30 minutes ago. I don't know. I mean, he might be shit in the bed. I would really look. <laughs> That's kind of weird. I'm not going to lie <laughs> for that long. But it will. It's a Dutch oven. It gets Dutch oven. I get that. But it's not lasting that long. Like there is. I get it. Like I think that's why we have the the belief that you could capture a fart because of experiences like that. Our anecdotal evidence and experiences point to the idea of a fart that can be captured, shipped, and enjoyed for another user on the back end. I believe it's possible. (laughs) Maybe Max has to fulfill all the orders, but it's possible. Oh my God. Any fart is possible. Okay. Um, So, Back to, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Memphis. We didn't mean to take it over there. Uh, but all of this talking about sexiness got us on farts, inevitably. You know how that goes. Um, so anyway, she's a single mom. She's a, to, to a 13-year-old, a 6-year-old. She got her master's and is a nurse practitioner because she is out here providing. She wants a partner, but she's over Americans. So she went online and she hit him up. And she's like, this guy's great. And now the only thing I know what to say is, hello, I love you, and sexy time? (laughs) And big boobies. Big boobies and clap my butt cheeks in a shower. And also, I love that her reason for really being into him is, um, (laughs) is that American men can't text good morning, um, can't keep texting can't keep sending good morning texts every morning for a month. (laughs) And he apparently has been doing that for way longer. And that is what gives her security. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is exactly the kind of shit that 
some people will say is what makes them really like somebody security. And then we hear that she had a really rough time growing up. Mm -hmm. She, she went through 12 foster homes. Um, Her mom had a drug addiction and her dad was in prison. She was homeless for a time. And then she like has this very like, like insanely deep realization about herself. She's like, my childhood plays into my desire to have a man for security. Right. And I was like, damn, mm-hmm. if I had had that kind of insight when I started doing that shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what can you do? What can you do? She's, and she's had a hard life too. And like, yeah, you said her, her relationship with her mom is complicated. Um, God, this is this is a very interesting one because she is like she's on this like path for accelerated companionship that cannot be yes. slowed and this is another she's very she reminds me of kim in that like look you're looking around what's that what's that huh what's that huh what's that don't see him i don't see any red flags i'm here for the flag play and nothing else and yep like when you see the you know that obligatory scene whenever they have, whenever they do ninety day fiance, like which is the scene before someone leaves to go meet the partner, and the friends are like, "Are you fucking serious?" Or essentially, the whole conversation is uh, just distilled to that. Um, she's just telling him, like, "Yeah, my plan is to be married by the second week of my trip," and her friend Keish is like, "Uh, look, I love you, but you need to look at this whole fucking picture here. Um, like, how do you even know what his motives are for coming here?" and she was just like, you know, um, you know, he makes me happy and you cannot even communicate because I guess her idea of like what is possible on earth is that being consistently texting someone is just a uniquely non-American trait. And that is how, I don't know, she can figure out a real one. But I like her reasoning that she's like, no, ugh, Keisha. I'm not going to marry him the first week I'm there. Right. Okay. That's, that would be crazy. Right. I'm marrying him the second week. Okay. And the third week is the honeymoon. I am a reasonable woman. Right. Yeah. Ugh. And Keisha's like, I am no less worried. <laughs> yeah. It does not make me feel better. Um. So her, her, when her mom comes over, you kind of see this, like this sort of tension about, you know, what was going on when her mom was struggling with her addiction and that when she's trying to articulate things that she realizes were deficits for her emotionally as a kid, her mom isn't really equipped to grapple with it with her out loud. And it's kind of like, yeah, but you know, I, I tried all this. I did, I did the best I could. And I, you know, I get it, man. I fucking killed this. We'll fucking eat you up. Um, and especially if you haven't processed it, I don't expect, and I don't expect much more from a person who may not have, you know, had to have a reckoning with something and is being confronted with it. And her mom does ask some interesting questions, you know, again, just sort of asking, like, are you dropping coin on him? Are you spending money on this guy? Oh, Lord. And she's like, well, yeah, like, you know, it's been hard out there and he's looking every day. And so I, I've just been giving him money, you know, just just to survive and her mom is like yo uh, again this is a flag alert i believe she literally said isn't this not a red flag um sure did and then her mom said what if he doesn't get a job you know and you come here and it's the same thing and you're just taking care of this guy and now you're stuck with him because you put your name up and everything for this visa 
And she's like, um, mom, my nurse practitioner salary is more than enough. Okay. So if I'm going to take a she L, said to take care of us for, for, of him for a little while. And I'm like, the way you said a little while, I don't buy that. Right. Yeah. It's the yikes. It's, uh, I don't know. This one is another scary one. I don't like one. it because I feel super protective about her after hearing like everything she's been through. I'm like, you don't deserve to like put your heart out there and get trampled. Right. Ugh. Yeah. But that's, that's what it looks like is going to happen. Or even then he might actually like her, but that's not enough. And I think for what she's looking for, she needs to have a, the filter needs to be finer to, you know, be able to, you know, weed out the people who might not be able to provide the things that she actually needs. Not just like, is he hot and texts me and, yeah, and and like her mom pointed out, like, is he ready to be a stepdad to two kids? Because mm-hmm. if he can't even speak to you, right? How is that going to work out? So I don't think the the mom wasn't being unreasonable, but also I think Memphis was Memphis bleh, Memphis was trying to say, um hey, you know, maybe the reason I'm going so fast is because of you. But the mom was like, it was too painful for her to hear that. Right, right. So, like, it couldn't go any deeper on either of their side, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whew. Well, um, I don't know. I We'll see what happens there. But, again, she asked, the mom even asked, you know, the very normal questions. Like, is, he's ready to be a father to two kids? That's something you've discussed? Does he know? So you don't like it when there's kids around because the shit can get too real. They're angels in heaven, as we know. Right. Right. Um, okay. Uh, let's see. Shall we move on to yes. our next couple? Oh or I guess our final couple. Yes. Gino. Not the final couple of the the season because no. we're going to meet more couples next episode but final episode final couple of this episode right right i yikes it's just such a (laughs) man the woman who's like i like asian culture oh no oh fucking no actually i believe she said i like everything about asian culture and that's why i like him was the exact phrasing. Oh my god. Oh my god. He's not like a samurai sword you just bought off the internet. I don't know why you put him in the same category. I mean, shout out to the representation of finally an Asian man being just fetishized by a white person on this show. It's always been the other way around. White guys were No, we've seen Jihoon get fetishized. Oh yeah. But at the end, now she, but then it kind of just turned into straight up fucking buffoonery and abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, that God, you know, you're right. Uh, but that Jesus, I don't even want to think about fucking Jihoon and Devian, Devan, whatever. Someone who says Asian culture orders sushi in a Chinese restaurant, like yeah, I don't... yeah. No, Asian culture. I'm sorry, is that I'm. I don't even want to say bad. This motherfucker just likes Panda Express, and 
you know, reads like loves Bleach and JoJo or whatever other fucking anime she's into, and is now like honestly, like I in a way, like I feel so connected to the culture that more. Oh my god, she had a fucking samurai sword and a fucking robe on, and she was hitting a like boxing dummy. What the fuck was that? What are we doing? This whole show. It's always something else to see. I saw him and I thought he was perfect. Oh my God. Anyway. But, he could sit next to my geisha book. Yeah. This this is all fun. This this show is just all about white people getting horny for people from other cultures. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, 90 day fetishes. Um, Gino, though. He's from Canton, Michigan. He's... He's 52. 51 years oh, young. Okay, whatever it is, we'll give him that. 51, 52. He um he's about to meet his love. What's his girl? What's homegirl's name? Ja- uh Jasmine. Jasmine. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so he's about to meet up with her, and he's he's going to the um uh it was like pharmacy basically he's like i want to get some supplies i'm going for my trip i need to have all my stuff for my trip the pharmacist shout out to the pharmacist just he's like perfect i'm gonna make a fucking sale right now uh here's <laughs> you okay man you need these masks you need all this hand sanitizer you need a modium you know for your butthole when you get diarrhea you will need this you will need that you'll need these pills and then gino this is the first moment i'm like oh he's fucking creepy he's like do you have couples lotion oh do you have lotion for couples what the fuck are you what is and then so and this is what i mean by creepy so then pharmacist's like oh oh yeah yeah right here okay for seven like some sexy shit yeah right here he's like how about this he's like what's this he's like it's lube for when you fuck you loser what are you talking about you just <laughs> asked about it goes this is lubricant if if you want to have sex <laughs> I like how you say like you're you're doing like add-ons for someone's going on a camping trip and he's like, You're gonna need this uh fire start cube if you're gonna wanna have a fire, you're gonna need these uh rods to cook the sausages if you wanna cook at the campsite, you're gonna need this tarp if you're gonna have like and this is your lube. If you're, if you're sports people, sex. you're gonna want these long sticks. Oh my god. Okay, so also did not blink when he asked him to explain what's up with the warming lube. Yeah. By having a cinnamon comparison right in his back pocket. Yep, yep. You know how when you choose cinnamon gum, you know how your mouth feels? It's like that for the day. I want that in my piss hole. Oh. Hot buttered piss hole. And he's like, and eh, just won the regular then. Yeah. <laughs> what a loser. Uh. So, whatever. That's how he... <laughs> It's uh yeah I, I I again pharmacist such a professional uh, in a Love long line of people who look at <laughs> people coming like hi I'm weird in front of you right now <laughs> deal with my problems in a very direct way and they're like okay that's and that's fine um I've seen worse actually believe it or not than this fucking mess here so um that's hilarious and <laughs> how do you like his diet well wait before we get to the diet okay 
Um, he says shit that makes no sense. Like, I'm a creature of habit. I like to think things through. <laughs> Aww. But when I heard that, huh? I'm a creature of ha- I'm a creature of habit who thinks th- that's really interesting. I like that. Oh man. Um you can't you can't be like a dumbass and you know all of these other things like You know one. what I think it is? I think just like again this and this was where I relates to his diet. He's like I'm a creature of habit who thinks things through. Cut to his pile of fucking discarded frozen food boxes and he only eats like the same three frozen meals it looks like. In yep. his mind, I think the thinks things through part is that he thinks through what his habits are. So there's a there's a rhyme there's a reason behind all this madness. There's a Can science. Can you explain to it. why he has paper plates at his house if he only eats TV dinners? Because I don't want to do dishes, and it's easier to just what throw dishes stuff away. are you doing? From the when I have a plate to eat off of, if I use a plate for a slice a of pizza, TV dinner comes in its own plate. But sometimes I eat other stuff too. I'll get I'll order pizza, <laughs> you know, and you got to eat pizza on a plate. Oh my god! Or sometimes yeah, if that I'm really made me sick. or if I'm feeling horny, I like to light some candles and I put uh, a number four from McDonald's, super sized, if you can still get it. <laughs> Thanks FDA. Um, <laughs> by and then I and I sort of put that on a paper plate by candlelight and you know have a night. You know. <laughs> can you imagine that being the last thing you hear before he kill- kills you? Honestly, if, if that is the last thing I hear, then so be it. Um, but that laugh, bone chilling, bone crushing. That last. How are you gonna? Laugh. Yeah, bone crushing. Crushed your sure. bone completely down, completely down. So, how are you gonna wear a hat one hundred percent of the time? Mm-hmm. Be a dumbass. Be scared of Lou. Uh huh. And also, from what we see in the preview, be cheating on this woman. <laughs> already so i just don't even yo he uh, again this guy has has had an interesting life right he only eats frozen food he has a brazilian ex-wife that he met when he was working out there brought her out on a k k1 visa they got married got divorced after a couple of years while he's saying that they're like he's talking about like his life and how he's lost he's chugging a glass of fucking chocolate milk i was like this guy that i can't be more afraid of him because he's i don't know the chocolate milk freaked me the fuck out to also that alongside the tv dinners I'm like oh this guy's a 52 year old child essentially um who likes to have sex and you know they make the best partners yeah oh yeah sexually too uh because he got his blue pills online i got my little blue pills he won't take a fucking risk on lube that's warming, but this dude will order dick pills from the internet. Right. Uh, uh. Make it make sense. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the guy that said, I'm a creature of habit, so I think things through. Right, right, <laughs> so, right. So, yeah, definitely he, not going to make sense. Oh, goodness, goodness, goodness. I it just... <laughs> this fucking guy, dude. He trialed him. He's ready. He's worried because she's like 34. He's older than her. He doesn't want to like, you know, 
die having sex because he hasn't boned in years. And, you know, that's just kind of his life. I want to disappoint her. She's got the best personality. What else do you like about mm-hmm. her? Uh, beautiful face, eyes, butt, right. hips, uh, <laughs> you know, personality stuff. Right, right. <laughs> her big boobs, her big old fake boobies. Love those. And her, and her she's an American. Was she an English lit teacher or something? American literature teacher? Isn't that what he said? I don't know, dude. Um, I think. I'm sure he does not give a shit about that. Yeah, he's like American lit. She's like, I'm an administrator at a university. <laughs> like, oh, I'm sorry. It just rhymes with tit. And I think I just, I'm sorry. I'm She's not like, listening. I said, I work at University Cafe. Right. Oh. So. I don't teach anything. <sighs> Why would you think that? Were you listening to me? Uh, yeah, I'm, you said your your bra size was an F cup. I heard so your that. bra was like so big that they were cool. What? <laughs> I'm gonna send. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, you said you teach boob literature. I heard it. <laughs> Buble, <laughs> exactly. You teach a course on Michael Buble. Um, his brother. We see. We meet his brother. He's got family. He's got a brother Tony and his wife Lori that come over. First of all, shout out Lori with her. Actually, huh. Oh, brother, not uncle. Yeah, brother, brother. Not brother. Uncle Mark. No, no, the okay, brother sorry. Tony and Lori, who had like this like wire bent Michigan, like the state of Michigan as like a necklace Etsy thing. I was like, you are so down with Michigan. Like, okay, Lori, we seize ya. We seize ya. And they're like, hey, man, so she know you're bald? He's like, one of the first things they ask him. It's so fucked up. He's like, man, family's cruel as hell. Yeah, dude. you know, um, yeah. And he's like, oh, so she's hey, seen you without a hat. She, she knows about your dick. Yeah, huh? He's like, uh, yeah, uh, I, yeah, I do. So that's that's fine. Okay, okay, just making sure, man, because you know you don't like to take off your hat ever. And he's like, yeah, 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 you know, I'm good, I'm good, yeah, yeah, no, it should be fine, it should be fine. Um, I will have sex with it on, though, but that's just for my sexual power. And I also want to bring my favorite hats with me, so I think I'll be good, my three favorite blank hats, um, which if you really She's love She's going to wear them out, she's going to fuck him so hard, he's going to pass out from having that hat on. Oh, yeah. And just the heat being trapped in his Whoa, body. Oh, my God, it's going to ruin the cotton. He's going to absolutely ruin the fucking cotton. And- uh, <laughs> she he, apparently he also wants to get pregnant right away, which was a very I was like, huh, sir, what are you, what are you doing? What are, what is going on here? What? Oh, okay, fine. Um, but I think because he lost his father, I think that might be some of the reason he might be thinking about his own mortality and where his life is. I'm sure because that seems to be a big thing in that uh, in his in his life. And so then we kind of see that. But you don't have to start it at like an 11. Like maybe before you get a baby, mm-hmm. you get your like baseball hat with beet red button up long sleeve shirt game straightened out. Mm-hmm. Like baby steps. Work on that first. Right. I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She that, that that would work for most people, um, but not her. Uh, not this world. This is the the speed of light i guess and he looked like he was wearing a valet uniform it just did not look because he has no swag he's a fucking 
kid goon who eats frozen pot pies all day. And I'm not hating on a frozen pot pie. I like frozen food. I don't I can't eat that shit every fucking day of my life. You gotta give your body a break. Can't eat all that processed shit all the time. And I like how though Jasmine also hates that shit too, because he mentions like, yeah, she's not a big fan of my diet at all. Um, or my general lifestyle. She thought that she was gonna fuck a man and not a child. Right. She's what do you like? I like the little Swanson's kids' dinners that have the brownie in it too. Um, so it has dessert built in to the whole meal. Oh, okay. And or if not, I'll just have chocolate milk. That's fine too, because you gotta have dessert. Gotta have dessert. So we see Jasmine's kind of like relationship style, I guess, when he's ordering some dinner, Ooh. and he like calls Jasmine like right after he orders his food, and she's like, "Hey, like what you've been doing? Show me all the evidence, huh? The evidence of what? Like." What you've been doing with your day. So I know you're not up to some shit. I need to see fucking receipts. Don't make this fucking difficult. What the fuck was she talking? What? This bitch has him not only text her when he's going somewhere, but also when he's leaving there and texting pictures of him at that place so she can verify that that is in fact where he was. Right. I... She is not your girlfriend. She is your warden. Yeah. But, I mean, that's either. See, here's the thing. is We don't know if he's if he was cheating on her because in the, the preview of this season, it just sounded like he said he sent her nudes to his ex. Mm-hmm. Like on some like ha ha ha, na 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 type shit. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Or if he's cheating or has a history of cheating because I'm trying to know like, oh, this guy's a scumbag who's always cheating. So I get why she's sending him fucking cop emojis. Oh, no, 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 no. Someone sent me that shit. She asked for a report in a way that was like. Mm-mm. No, no, sir. So he's like, I'm going to the, I'm going to the, I'm going to get my fish and chips and cheesecake with raspberry sauce. Okay. And she's like, okay, then take <laughs> me inside. Also like he was fake ordering food as a setup. Right. Because he's, like, so bad at acting. The producers were like, yeah, you're just going to go and pick up food, you know, and it's going to be, like, a girl giving it to you, and it's just going to make Jasmine a little jealous, you know? Yeah. Just, like, uh, be casual. Order some food. So. Fish and chips? <laughs> what? I've never. I wonder what that would taste like in my oh. mouth. Uh, let me call my local proprietor. I'm going to call my uh, doctor. See if fish and chips are right for me. Fish and chips factory? I would love an, the number one. Yes, your classic fish and chips. W- cheesecake. Mm, I would love some. <laughs> just such you a just hear like a, bad when you have actor. a landline off the fucking hook and it's like, okay, are you pretending you're ordering fish and chips? Yeah, I thought it would be really cool. <laughs> um, so. <laughs> Okay, thanks, uh, Gino. Let's go get that food. She's like, take me in the fucking restaurant so I know what the fuck you're doing in there. He is on FaceTime. He's having, she's like, let me see this woman giving you the fish and chips. Hi, okay, thank you. Don't steal my man. Uh, Now go back to the car. Why are you talking to that woman? Talking about, thank you for my food. And what's your name? She 
Can you imagine what the top of his head smells like? And she's trying to make sure no one's taking her man. <laughs> oh, my God. Nobody's trying to take her man unless it's like some focus group company who's trying to figure out the diets of like people who are about to die from eating too many frozen meals. <laughs> That's the only person interested in taking him anywhere. Aside from that, I don't know. Help me understand, Jack. Only the scientists that are interested in that specific sweat and dandruff formed hat that he has under his hat. Right. That's the only people that are interested in Gino. Oh, what if there are life-saving molecules under there? Oh my god, and he's hiding. It's like it's like the discovery of penicillin. Yeah. <laughs> That's what cures COVID. Oh, my God. That's what's underneath. <laughs> oh, my God. They scrape a little bit of that off, and they're like, it's regenerating uh, brain cells that have been ravaged by Alzheimer's or dementia. This is the fountain of youth underneath <laughs> this cap. Um. So, anyway, look, miracles are all around us, guys. You just have to be open to them and, <laughs> and know where to look. Uh, so do you believe in hat? <laughs> do you believe in life under hat? I can smell something just so scary. It just waked up my all dead cells. Oh, um, so, um, yeah, she's insecure and I'm not buying it, but. Again, and I, I think it's because she's scammer trash. Um, and the reason I think it's pretty clear she's scammer trash is when he goes to play pool with his uncle Marco and Sandy, who I just need to say right fucking now, if you don't realize that uh, his girlfriend Sandy is actually fucking Debbie in a disguise, y'all are playing your goddamn selves. That is Debbie. Not the same thing. That is Debbie with a fucking wig on. This is That's Debbie. That's what I wrote down. I said, Debbie got bangs. <laughs> I mean, I don't look at that. That's Debbie with a wig on. That's Betsy DeVos cosplaying as Debbie. I see right through you. Look at her. Look at her. I'm sorry. I knew it. I wasn't going to get tricked. And that's who Debbie is. You know what I mean? We all know about her. You know, she's out here just. That's right, bitch. I'm out here. I'm shape shifting like a chameleon getting multiple checks. Y'all are fucking jealous of fucking Debbie. You thought I had, I was just done after 98 day. I got the single life. I'm fucking for fucking just side money. Feel me? Okay. Um, shout out Debbie. And shout out Sandy. So his uncle Marco and him have gotten really close because ever since his father passed away, his brother has sort of, they've just sort of naturally, their relationship was enhanced. And his uncle seems to really care about him a lot. Um, and it does seem to also, you know, the feelings are reciprocated in terms of like having this sort of parental relationship. But I like how Marco is the cutest <laughs> man of all time. Are you kidding? He's me? so worried about her. And like, what are you going to do? She scams you. She sounds like a scammer. Yeah. And I don't know what's going to happen. I you wake up with a roofie <laughs> and your social security check is gone. You're like, wait, hold on. What? Huh? <laughs> Sorry, you wake up with a roofie. <laughs> um, okay, Uncle Marco, I get it. You care, you're worried. Yes, what if he is potentially incapacitated chemically and then 
taken for everything. Um, but I also like how Sandy was like, you got it. Stop yelling. You're yelling, Marco. <laughs> I love that too. You're shrieking, Marco. Was... Huh? I'm just but saying. Marco could not be calm. What if she's a scammer? What about okay, that? Okay, Marco. Fuck. Okay. Stop yelling. What she takes you for oh, your hat collection? Takes all your good hats, Marco. All the baseball hats you got hanging on the door behind you. What does she take some? Gino, does she know about our pharma company, Genosis, where we've basically uh, <laughs> genetically mapped what is underneath your hat as the newest life-saving molecule? Does she know about our company, Genosis? No? <laughs> you got to sign a prenup, man. Just saying, pal. Um. Yeah, they they care about him, and it, and it's you better not have bought her that lotion for couples. You bought couple better lotion. Better just bringing the the lotion for singles. Oh my! Not until God. not until there's a commitment. You go. You bought the couples lotion already. Holy crap! All right, I guess we gotta call the freaking priest for a wedding. <laughs> you bought the couples lotion. He didn't even tell me, Gino. Ah, oh, next thing you're going to be woken up with an ecstasy in your boop, butt, butt, and you're going to be hanging with a glow stick. What? <laughs> sure, Gino, or Uncle Marco, whatever. Um, but this is where I'm, this is where we find out, though, right? Gino is convinced that she's okay, but um, he's been sending her some money. A little bit of cash cash. Hey, Gino. Hmm. What have you been paying oh, for? Oh, I don't know. I've been unemployed for a few months. I was laid off. Tell me more. Tell me more. Let's see. I it's it, you know it's fine. That did thing, you pay for her lips? Yes, and her hair, and her teeth, and her tell eyebrows, and her tell facial me treatments. More. Did you pay for her tits? Uh-huh. No, didn't pay for those. Mm-hmm. So oh, okay. that's how I knew she loved me. It was just the other stuff after uh, that I paid for. <laughs> I think some other guy paid for them. Another friend of hers that she knows from the internet, she was saying, did it. Like, around the same time, I paid for the lips. Um, and she just got a great support system around her of people willing to help her. Uh, but, yo, Gino, you you just first of all, I'll start off being like, you know, I, I, it's okay like that I'm unemployed because she's not realist, materialistic. Then you talk about all this cosmetic shit that you've paid for. And on top of that, sir, you <laughs> paid for a bunch of shit that you cannot repo or liquidate. That shit is done. That's gone that's hers you're even to dissolve the filler you gotta pay. yeah it ain't happening <laughs> she was like oh my god let me upgrade me and you funded it gino so i don't know maybe that's why he's eating frozen food he's like i used to eat out but i've given all my money to jasmine for her lip and facial treatments so i will eat this boston market loaf or whatever the fuck he was eating <laughs> Um, yeah. Scam city. That's what I feel. Um, I want to return to him getting the little blue pills and saying that it's been it's been a few years since I've been with a woman sexually. Oh. Thanks for clarifying. Uh-huh. I thought you meant scholastically until you said that. Now now, now I really understand what you mean. He's he's a friggin' screwball, this guy. And then he says uh, that the reason he is getting the blue pills is because he wants to be enough for her. Mm -hmm. 
Anytime <clears throat> a dude says that, I'm like, do you know you don't have to use your dick to make her come every time? Yeah. Have you considered using some of the other shit God gave you? Like a hand? Or, you know, even the inventions God your, gave humans the intelligence to create. You know. Anything. Guess what? Sometimes it's better for everybody if everybody's humming out of 10. And you ain't got to worry about whatever the fuck you think you, your very rigid idea of sexual pleasure is, sir. Also, I am pretty positive you're bad at penetration sex. Yeah. So I really wouldn't insist on hammering at her yeah. after you've had Viagra or bootleg Viagra, Viagra. Hey, man, look, <laughs> I'm just on finasteride, okay? Just just the generics, just the generics. I get it from my online thing. Um, <laughs> I trialed them by going to a... <laughs> Community college volleyball game. What? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about, fool? Um, so yeah. It's Scam City. <clears throat> He's gonna have his PP ready. Um, and I just like that really sweet moment though when he leaves and his uncle he's like, My uncle Marco woke up in the middle of the night to take me to the airport. <laughs> and when he's like leaving, he's like, Yeah, you know, he's my brother's kid, but he's my baby. <laughs> And he started breaking down. He was so worried about him, and he wants the best for him. And he's like, but you know, I want the best for him. I hope it works out. Uh, he's my baby boy. He's my baby, and there's one of little Gino's running around soon enough. You know, just, oh, God. Marco Golly. was a darling to get up in the middle of the night and still not be so mad that you cry that the person's leaving. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Absolute mm-hmm. go. Interesting. It is. Look, good for him, though. He's got at least a a fun-loving uncle. And then um, uh, Gino's owner calls him up. I mean, Vanessa calls him up and <laughs> says, you know, who's my beautiful little ATM? I mean, gringo. Who is it? Isn't her name Jasmine? What'd I call her? Vanessa. I don't know. Who the fuck is Vanessa, man? I'm... <laughs> That's a 420 bonus. Okay. I think... For... Oh, whoa. <laughs> it's, it's happened all over um but yeah when she calls him again yo when she said yo we're gonna have sex like two wet animals that kind of hit different i felt i was that. like i know i like that two wet it was animals. accurate as hell huh like two wet animals is a fucking yes okay you can feel that you can see you know what i mean like that's I think she might be a literature. Sweat, she baby. must be a literature professor because that was evocative, provocative, and seductive. Okay, that's a poem, baby. That was a poem. We're just two wet seals in an oil Me spill. Me and you, baby, ate nothing but wet mammals. <laughs> Let's do it. Nothing you on the Discovery Channel. Oh, this is kind of on Discovery Channel, Discovery Plus. You can find it on Discovery Plus. So, <laughs> credit to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, so that's... Um, it made me think of Nine Inch Nails, though. Mm. I want to fuck you like a wet animal. I want to fuck like two Damn. wet animals. <laughs> exactly. See, you're better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, we'll see them. She's saying that's what they're going to do. That's on the agenda. They're going to bone. Um, and then the episode ends, and we get to see a little bit of some of the other couples we see, like that that white dude who looks like a newborn mouse 
um, with the glasses, who was like with oh a thug misses that he cannot handle. But that he also thought he really gave her gave the, her the fire love. And then she was in Spanish like, it ain't all that. It was regular. That shit was mids, fool. That wasn't. Um, it had stems in it. That's how mid And then it was. when she stems said. Stems and seeds. Tu pedos, your farts are. I said, what the fuck you literally <laughs> said. Make me not want to marry Make you. Make me not want to live with you. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> Who the fuck are you? What are you doing? Um, I I think I did a pretty good job. I guess. Oh, I'm like coming. I'm coming. I came. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't imagine how terrible a lover this guy is. When the when she said that shit, she's like, "Yeah, I was living with a hitman for, for a couple little bit, and then that got me locked up." And I was like, "Oh no." Sir, you're in, you're in a part of the world you're not built for, and things may end differently for you. May not end the way you expected them to. All right. Well, you said it. Anything else? Nope. Okay. I'm excited. I think this looks like a pretty good dramatic season because the preview looked right. Right. For the rest of the season, look pretty fire. I have to say. Oh my god! I, just... I don't know. Did you think it was like better? I thought it was better than what we've seen recently. Kind of. The this so far, yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, I think there's a good balance of people, couples. Just more, it's more diverse. I, I I definitely appreciate that. And also, just like they got some fucking interesting people there that I'm like, oh my god, what are we who? Y'all found some good ones. You found some good ones. This guy is farting so bad. It's going to drive this woman to an early grave. Yes. <laughs> How? <laughs> but yeah. And I hope it's like, oh my God. I just hope it's not like a total letdown. Like she's blowing like one fart out of proportion. You know what I mean? To kind of like, I hope he's, there's something up with his farts. If you don't think there's going to be like a montage of him farting, you vastly <laughs> underestimate Discovery Blood. Could you imagine if they're like, yo, we got to find somebody who'll be f- who's just farting and we're going to cast someone that's farting and then we're just going to make that a bit this season. I bet at this point, the casting calls are like mad specific. They're like, did you fall in love with someone from another country and want them to come, to, uh, come here on a K-1 visa and they have deadly farts? Say less. And come on down. <laughs> I it feels like it, right? Because sometimes you feel like there's this person that says one specific thing. I don't know. That's why we're spoiled and we're so immature that I can't imagine a better audience to hear somebody who's just farting so damn much. Um, so we we'll see. We'll see. And this was a real fart heavy episode. So I know. Sorry about it. Oh my god. All right, so um, I don't know. Other than that, I'm feeling pretty good about this season. It looks like we've got some really, really good stuff uh, coming our Michigan's way. Michigan's bringing the atrocity in. Oh, love 100%. It. Shout out to the hand. Shout out to the Upper Peninsula. Shout out Harson's Island. Shout out all the bar San Susi on Harson's Island in <laughs> Michigan. Um, okay, let's, uh, with that, say great. I'm looking very forward to this season. 
we, I think we all are. I think we got something good here. I'm not rolling my eyes already, which is good. So we can do. Um, anything else? Or are we out of here? We are out of here. Twitch.tv slash 420dayfiance. Patreon.com slash 420dayfiance. Please consider supporting the show uh, to keep this thing going because it is independent. That's why I know there ain't no ad breaks. Just it's supported by K1s like you. Um and at 420 Shout day out Brian. Oh, of course. Shout out Brian. Shout out Casey. Shout out Casey. Who I'm gonna have to send this picture to. I'm like, we gotta, we need to do some kind of forensic analysis of Sandy. It's Debbie. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is fucking Debs. It's <laughs> it fucking is. Debbie got bangs. Oh my god, Debbie got Debbie got bangs. Boom, 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 boom. Okay. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to all y'all. And we will talk to you soon. For until next time, I've been Sophia Alexander. You can find me at the Sophia, S O F I Y A, on Twitter and Instagram. And also, I have a comedy album called Father's Day, which has been number one. So that means it's actually fucking good, not some joke album that someone's trying to sell you on the corner. This is real life, y'all. Also, Check out my other podcast, Private Parts Unknown, with Courtney Kosak. Sex, culture, travel, it's all there. And you can check me, Miles Gray, on Twitter and Instagram at Miles yep. of Gray. That's Gray with an yep. A. And, of course, you can check me out every day on your favorite podcast, The Daily Zeitgeist. Yep. With Jack O'Brien and Dope Guest. There it is. Um, until next time, we will see you all soon. Peace and blessings. Peace be with you. Uh, and we love keep you. those farts litty, y'all. Okay? <laughs> okay, that was. <laughs> 20 day fiance.